The Lord be with you. A reading from the conclusion of the Holy Gospel according to John. Peter turned and saw the disciple following whom Jesus loved, the one who had also reclined upon his chest during the supper, and had said, Master, who is the one who will betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about him? Jesus said to him, What if I want him to remain until I come? What concern is it of yours? You follow me. So the word spread among the brothers that the disciple would not die. But Jesus had not told him that he would not die, just what if I want him to remain until I come? What concern is it of yours? It is this disciple who testifies to these things and has written them, and we know that this, his testimony is true. There are also many other things that Jesus did, but if these were to be described individually, I do not think the whole world would contain the books that would be written. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, Happy Easter. As Father Mike said, we're on the last day, so that's day 49 of the 50 days. Um, and so, in case you're wondering, why do we, why have I been counting the days? Well, it's because I see this really strong correlation between what happened in the Old Testament and what happens in the New Testament. So I explain that a little bit. Uh, if we think about the Old Testament and the Exodus, the setting the Israelites free, it was 50 days once they left uh, Pharaoh's rule and they got the commandments. And so they always celebrate Passover and then Pentecost, which is receiving the Ten Commandments, 50 days in between. And we do the same thing through the resurrection, which is how we were set free. There's 50 days, and then we're giving the gift of the Holy Spirit. Both the Ten Commandments and the Holy Spirit are guidance. So the Ten Commandments guided the Israelite nation through 40 more years until they entered the promised land and for many years uh, after that until they, lost, until they lost them. But the same is true for us as we prepare to enter the first fruits of this kingdom that we're in, the promised land that we have. We're first entering that. So there's a strong correlation now, it's interesting, so the last month and a half of Moses' life, he wanted to tell the Israelites what to do once they entered the Promised Land. Remember, he didn't get to go to the Promised Land. And he wanted to remind the Israelites things to do for all eternity to remember what God had done. And one of those, he said, count the days between being set free and given guidance. In the Old Testament, that's the Ten Commandments, which were put into an ark. And it literally led the nation physically into battles 
It led the nation. The Holy Spirit is just like that. He's leading each of us individually. So there's a very strong connection. And so that remembering in this preparation time, we do it for Lent before Nativity of the Lord. And it's very similar to think about doing this between Easter and Pentecost to prepare ourselves to receive the Holy Spirit into the mission that he's asking us to take on. And every year we need to get closer and closer to that calling and are being led by the Holy Spirit. Now, through this uh, 50 days, we've been reading the book of Acts of the Apostles, but really it's the book of the Holy Spirit's Acts. He's leading everyone in the book of Acts is really listening and being led by the Holy Spirit. And what an amazing adventure that the Apostle Paul has been on. Who would have, he would never have dreamed when he took on taking the word to the Gentiles what the Holy Spirit was going to lead him to do. What an incredible adventure. And likewise, we have our own incredible adventure if we will listen to the Holy Spirit in his guidance of where he's leading us. That's what we're really reminded of every year to go deeper in that relationship with the Holy Spirit, to listen to his nudgings, to see where he's taking us, and not to stop the control, not to say, well, that's not me, that's not what I'm called to do. We need to elevate and trust that the Holy Spirit is taking us where he wants it to go. And just a quick story to just drive this home again from the Old Testament. When the Israelites first entered the promised land, they had to go up against a very strong force and, uh, with the people that lived in uh, Jericho. And amazingly, to take that city down, to claim the first city that's going to be the promised land, they were told to go around the city with the ark seven times and then blow trumpets. That's amazing, isn't it? Who would have thought that's a great battle plan? But the walls came down because they were led, they were led, and they followed a really kind of bizarre and strange plan and one that took incredible faith. That's what we're called to do with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it doesn't make a lot of sense to strike up that conversation with somebody that's right next to you, but you feel called to do it. You feel called to help somebody that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but those things that the Spirit is driving you to helps them see Christ in you, which is what the Holy Spirit is creating in each one of us. Christ's position on this earth in our unique situations for everyone to understand who he is and what this kingdom is about. So I say, come Holy Spirit, 
You passionately desire our friendship and always call us to yourself. You raise us up and fill us beyond what we could imagine. Help us to see your loving invitation and respond to it. We beg you to give us the grace to encounter you deeply. Instill in our minds an understanding of the Father's creating love, of the Son's redemptive sacrifice, of your constant action in our hearts, so that we begin to delight in that which is most important and pleasing to you. And so I say, happy Pentecost, and look for the Holy Spirit. Let's stand and offer our petitions. 